0: Your beauty is our duty.
1: Hi, folks. Welcome back to the iHealth Channel, the Fit and the Fab Channel, and iHealth Radio. Uh, new day, new show, new guest. And uh, actually, it's not a new guest. It's a you know, it's a a common guest. We've we've seen her, we've heard her, we've heard her stories, and and uh, we had a great you know uh, show. Uh, it's almost a year ago already. Wow, <laughs> yeah. time flies when you're having fun, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, she's back, and uh, with some good stuff, new stuff. Uh, she'll tell us all about it uh and uh you know it is in the realm of the fitness and the wellness and and and, you know the health and we're still in the first couple of weeks of january of the new year so so the discussion of new year resolution is very uh, i guess typical in this time of the year and everybody's committed and uh, now how we do with that you know at this point we have to find out and i think uh without any further ado i have with me pam sherman uh coach trainer uh fitness wellness i mean she's a guru she's an expert and she does a lot of work and uh she has a phenomenal story. And so do check the previous show and her also shows and and underwork that she does. But we'll talk about that at the end of the show. But so, Pam, welcome back.
0: Thank you. It is great to be back.
1: Yeah, listen, I yeah, we we you know, when I saw it in the calendar, I'm like, uh, is that is that something that we did book? You know, it was but like, yeah, it's new year, I get it. <laughs> and I do have some comebacks, you know, in this year because I mean at the end of the day, uh, out of sight, out of mind, as we say, and we want to keep, you know, on in the discussion and uh you're an expert in what you do and would like to hear more about that. And fitness is part of wellness and wellness is part of fitness, health. You know, it's all, all of the above. I mean, and, and at the end of the day, we, and I think you said it always health is wealth. I think that's your, you know, one of the lines you use and it is an important you know concept so so before we get into the details of the new stuff that that's happening with you uh, let's just go back to the basics so let's talk about you know pam and and her wellness and fitness mode modality and uh you know your story a little bit just to give some of the new audiences that you know and we are distributing more and further these days so so we want more people to hear about it just because some people may have missed the first one they'll probably catch on you know soon after this but go ahead talk to us
0: Sure. I am a 55-year-old health and wellness coach, and I have loved fitness my whole life. I'm one of those very lucky people that was born with motivation dripping out of my pores. Some people say they struggle with that. I'm like, oh, no, I was born with that, which makes it perfect for me to be a coach to try to inspire other people on their wellness journey. Um, I'm so passionate about strength training more than ever because I'm sure you know, I don't know if your listeners know, we lose muscle every decade starting at 40. So strength training and getting enough protein is like top of my list to talk about because people do not know that unless you, you, we all see older people in the grocery store frail and you hear about older people breaking their bones. It's because they didn't take care of themselves when they were younger. So the time to start doing that is now.
1: Well, that is, that is huge. And I we do want to spend some time on that. I mean, I, and I think uh, it, it is, it is a great topic of discussion because we have two, two levels, right? You have the younger days. And, uh, you know, and our youth as we all, uh, go through it and, uh, well, and we have a very diverse audience audiences here so so everybody is from all over the different levels are going to be listening to this but really when you're younger I mean you you feel the world is yours and you can do whatever and you beat your body up uh, two ways either you beat it up literally and or you beat it up by not taking care of it by you know no nutrients not you know uh, yeah. taking the healthy choices or making the healthy choices and then to your point there is that 40 mark and a lot of people don't realize what that mark is if you're younger you probably don't see it as like far yeah. away when you pass it it becomes like you know <laughs> I want to go back <laughs> you know but but you're not going to do that there's no way of turning the time clock right but the idea is how do we maintain and really stay out, you know, ahead of the curve and really to your point not be frail as we advance in the age and and that's important i mean you're 55 i'm 51 i mean we've, we make 50s look good <laughs> sorry Thank guys you, you know we, we have this is talking about positivity you got to keep that right in mind it's it's in the mind and and, and you got to contribute to that mindset you know by acting on it and, uh, yeah. So, so let's talk about that. What, what you mentioned something about by decade, we lose mass and, and that's, that's key. And we'll see that it's harder to actually build muscle as you age, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. It is very feasible. I see a lot of people that are really you know, doing great and look great. I mean, we have some actors, I mean, they look phenomenal in the seventies. <laughs> and so, so we, we, and today I think the age Limits have, have have changed. I mean, the fifties and sixties and seventies are not what you used to be. I mean, you really can be looking fit, you know, fit, you know, and healthier longer and longer and longer. And so, so let's talk about that. What is your take on that in terms of the wellness and the concept in general?
0: I think we have to get rid of the notion that oh, when I'm X age, whether it's fifty, whether it's sixty, that I'm not going to feel good. I'm gonna have aches and pains because really the health. Our health is the only thing we have control over. So when you make your health a priority, and if you don't know how to do that, contact me. There's all sorts of fitness professionals out there. Um, But you want a fitness professional because there's so much bad information out there, especially this time of year where there's all the fad diet pills and books and all that stuff. But you can control how you feel and how you age by what you do every day prioritizing protein at every meal is so important for everyone. It doesn't matter what your age is. Uh, our society, unfortunately is set up to eat a bunch of processed food and a bunch of crap, which does not serve you on your health journey or your age journey. Let's face it at all. My, I say this to my clients, you have to eat for function and for your goals and not for fun. If you want to feel good as you age. And that's, they're like, Oh, damn. And I'm like, it's, it's the truth. And you have to make time for strength training in your workout. Now, women my age, we are brought up cardio queens, being on the elliptical all day, every day, long distance running. Let's put the put that aside and really focus on hit training for your cardio. But let's get in three to four strength training sessions a week. And if you don't know how, you can always go to my YouTube channel, The Perfect Balance. I think it's actually, I think I changed it to Pam Sherman. Uh, where I have body weight workouts to start with but strength training is vital as we get old I just read a statistic that when an older person falls 40 percent of them are dead within a year
1: yeah that's scary
0: nobody wants to fall I mean let's face it we're all that's the we're all gonna die at the you know at the end of our lives but we want to control the quality of our life and our muscles protect our bones so we want to have strong bones as we age. And for those younger listeners, if you're lucky enough, you'll get to be our age someday. Aging, we're lucky to age, right? I mean, the alternative is not being here. So what you can do as you age every day is you have a lot of control over how you age.
1: Well, well thank you. I mean, Pam, there's a lot of stuff back in there. So, and I think you've you've kind of covered a lot of the nutrition piece of that, right? And, 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 the, and really the maintenance, the well-being, and even you talked about some the key elements that you need to apply and we'll, we'll, we'll get into more details, but, and, and I love what you said about, you know, the younger folks, because, uh, listen, I remember those days and you go to gym and you do everything and you think like you're invisible. And I, I've, I still see people at the gym doing that. And, uh, you know, and so there's different things that you have to do, but know that to your point, there's two things. You're either going to not make it or you're going to make it, but if you make it, you want to make it healthy, fit and well, because that's the thing you, you don't want to have problems as you age, Uh, Because that's the worst part. You're aging, but you're weak. You're aging, but you're not in the best shape. And that means you are vulnerable. Uh, to Even your immune system, everything gets affected. Your lifestyle, uh, your relationship with the world becomes difficult. And most of us also have some pride and ego. We don't want people to carry us and help us and stuff. And so, to ultimately, the idea is you want to live as independent as possible and as as vitally, you know, possible uh, in, in that life. In that life, so so that's important. But then you mentioned uh, something that is important, and that today I think it's more than ever. In the last couple of decades is like we live in a society of processed food, as you said, and and fast food, and you know, fast pace. And uh, and again, I I will give the example of my own kids. Yeah, I have these discussions all the time. Like, I had this discussion today with my son, like, dude, I don't know what you eat because you're not getting anything that you're supposed to be eating, right? Oh, I do that. You know, now you don't. (laughs) So we have that debate, but that's, I see that more and more and more. And so the younger generation, I'm talking about like, you know, the teenage generation and just that's actually almost developing there. And then what do you think that's going to happen to you when you age, right? So that's one of the biggest problems we're going to face in decades to come.
0: It's almost like, Um, fast food and bad food is socially acceptable for everybody. It's not normal to eat at home more often. It's not normal to say no to the specialty coffee drinks that are more like a milkshake than anything else. Or I call it cake in a cup because it has as much calories and sugar as a piece of cake. Uh, That's the norm. And I have a friend who has young kids and she's like, you don't understand. They want that every day. I'm like, you're the mom. You get to decide if they have it every day or not. It's okay to say no, yeah, but tough. society— but society wants you to say yes. That's the problem.
1: Well, I mean, you got every—I mean, from from influencers, from you know that now in social media, it's all about that. Everybody's marketing their products. Well, I get it; it's all business industries. Uh, but people have the choice, and they need to educate themselves in, as to what is what. But but you're right; there is that level of almost like we're into this hypnosis where this is what we do and that's it. And it's just like everybody is expecting you and it's okay. But what does that mean to you? You said it. I mean, if we eat all that junk now, uh, your body is going to have all kinds of problems. And a lot of doctors discovered these things over the years because now as as they analyze the changes and and more diagnoses and things like that, they realize that there's some impact, something changed. And when you go back, you'll find some of these things are the reasons why we have, I mean, today with cancer and a lot of other diseases. You know, uh, it's it's really because of the way we do stuff. I mean, um, uh, I had I had a guest. You know, we talked about sugar. You know, uh, free world type of concept. And actually, there's a summit going on right now. It's about that. I mean, sugar is is one of the worst enemies, and and everything that's processed has sugar, and and the fast food has sugar. And you know, you you I love what you said about a cake in a cup. <laughs> I mean it is loaded with with calories and sugar and stuff none of the, not, maybe there's one percent of potential nutrients you know that that will help you there but maybe if you're running you're going to burn some calories you need some but that's not usually the best now I mean again I'm not a nutritionist so I can't talk about it but I've had enough guests you know and and, and discussions about it that I can at least and I'm in the fitness world as well and stuff so I know and it, how that works you need to have that and it's a balance. But I love what you said about that. And you mentioned something about proteins and 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 working your muscles and strength training. So let's talk about that. I mean, because people are afraid of strength, strength training, especially as they age, because it's like, oh, I can't do this. It's too much. It's too heavy. Can I really pull and push and, and, and put all these extra weights on? So how do you navigate that? Because that, I think that's a big objection when people start aging. Even younger people can't have that problem. So So imagine as you age.
0: I would say for people that are afraid to start with body weight workouts, literally in your kitchen. If you're like, if you're waiting for the Keurig or you're boiling hot water, go against your kitchen counter and do pushups. That's a great place to start. If you've never done anything, pull out your kitchen chair. That's a perfect place. Sit down and stand up. That's a squat. You need to squat for the rest of your life because if you can't squat, that's the number one reason people go to nursing homes because they cannot get up off the toilet which is a squat. So, let's start in your kitchen. Literally, Betty Basics start. And even if you've never done anything 10 seconds of bodyweight push-ups, that can be a lot for somebody. And then go to 20 seconds and then go to 30 seconds. Then you can go to plank. I mean, there's there I I have a ton of bodyweight workouts on my YouTube channel, but Starting out with body weight and then once you're comfortable there, then go to the gym. I would hire a trainer, especially if you've never done strength training before, have them show you a safe and effective program. Um, I highly recommend free weights, especially for the ladies listening because most workout equipment is made for men, tall men. Most of it is not made for our bodies and we don't fit right on them. So free weights, bars, that would be a great place after you're comfortable with the body weight workouts.
1: Well, so that that's that's an awesome because uh, part of the discussion here because when you think weight and stuff, you never think about the body option, right? Or at least what you just mentioned. I mean, put putting you know, doing some push-ups on the counter. I mean. Most, most people think push-ups, you got to go on the floor and do it and push the ground out like we in martial arts is like push push, 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 the, push the ground down, right? Uh, but, but that's not the idea. I mean, you can do it standing, you can do it against the wall, you can do different things. You just have to have enough, you know, gravity pull and stuff to push and to get, you know, some traction. And you can feel the muscles, the idea you work in them, right? And then the other, like you said, the chair. I mean, everybody's got a chair, <laughs> you know, the exercise can be simple, but we don't think about it that way. I think most of us, or, or we even maybe criticize like, oh, come on, I'm not going to do that. That's like an insult, right? So, so which one is it? At the end of the day, something's better than nothing, right?
0: Every and, and time. you have to start. Yep. And I say, if you think that's nothing, set your kitchen timer for 10 minutes and go back and forth between the squats and the push-ups, and then let you know after 10 minutes what you think, because it's not as easy as it sounds.
1: Oh, you know that, that I love that what you said. I mean, I, I know it from from just the world of martial arts. I mean, if you look at martial art training, there's no weights. I mean, it's all body, you know, and gravity and and all the stuff. And these guys look pretty cool. I mean, you know, they 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 don't tend to to uh, gain a lot of weight, but a lot of it is hit training, and you know, it's more athletic stuff that they use uh, a lot of body push-ups to your point you know the jumping and all the stuff and the squats and i mean a lot of these horse stands i mean they're they're really what they are they're squats uh but 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 that's the thing like there is more i mean if you do more reps and slower and different movements i mean you your your muscles i mean i had one time someone challenged me you know i'm like let me show you how you're gonna burn like it was a shoulder exercise i'm like i'm gonna show you how your shoulders are gonna burn in less than five minutes you'd be like you know asking for for help and it was no weight i mean i just a simple exercise and By the time they did that five minutes, they were literally like, you know, sweating, you know, and they were just like, oh, my God, I'm in pain. Well, that's what it is. So there's a lot of stuff. But again, we don't tend to think that's the way to do it because we just feel like, you know, I got to run. And you mentioned best, you know, most of us. We think cardio is the place because we're thinking about dropping and that's the thing, weight loss, right? That's a big deal. Right? We want to keep the weight off, the calories. And you hear a lot of that. You got to burn the calories. You got to burn the calories and people are burning the calories and they think the cardio is one piece of it. But actually you probably burn more when when you do mu- muscle you know, stuff because the muscle is going to need all that energy and it's going to pull and you're going to drop the weight. you know. Uh, to, I mean, you're going to change the weight, I would say, first. And so so there's a lot of that. And I love also what you said, Pam, about selecting, a proper trainer, someone that will go through, because you don't want to go and start winging it because that may not be a cool thing and you're going to get hurt uh, or you're not going to get the results because and then you'll be like, uh disappointed because <laughs> that's what happens if you don't see the results. We all tend to like, I don't see any change. What the hell? And then the next thing you know, like, okay, I give up. But then when you give up, it gets worse because I think the last show we talked about, I think, and, and this is big with you, is that about consistency. You want to be like forever oh. fit, not something like you want to do. And most people go to diets. You mentioned something about pills and diets and it's okay but but no one can challenge us here i don't care where they are in the world no one can be consistently dieting for the rest of their life because that that will be very i mean maybe there's an exception i don't know but that will be very difficult to do very costly if anything and you're not going to have the health you know and physical aspect that you would think that you'll have so it's a challenging piece so it's it's all of the above and you are available to people and you do this for a living and you actually work with people. And also you mentioned something important because women and men, are, they, there's different things you know that we can do. We can do a lot of things that are similar, but you're right. You have to know what the dynamics are. You said that the machines were designed differently. And so you need to know what how to operate them. You know, I mean having this discussion could be a little complicated because people get excited about this but there's not because it's a difference it's just that's how it was designed and so now there's more designs and things that are probably changing and shifting but if you don't know how to operate those machines you can have a problem the bodies are different the structures are different so you have all that and it it is it is important to understand these things otherwise again you make mistakes you're not going to be happy with your results and therefore it's going to affect you long term um so so let's talk about the supplement piece you mentioned in the diet, what's your take on that? I mean, obviously you said that the first resolution of the year, everybody wants to be fit and lose weight. And they start with the diet concept and probably more supplements and things like that. So what's your take on it? I mean, I know you have an opinion about it and and, and it's good to share. Again, people can do their due diligence and research. So
0: I had a, a member of my gym ask me right, maybe a week before Christmas And he's like, hey, so I'm going to start these keto pills. Hmm. I about lost my mind. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, well, my nutritionist told me to eat 125 to 150 grams of protein a day. I'm like, that's a great recommendation. But I'm not losing weight. I said, are you eating that much protein? No. What else are you eating? Well, it's it's Christmas. I'm eating sugar. And I'm like, (sighs) trying not to lose my mind here. I'm like, well. If you eat real food, if you stick to that protein, stick to real food, have big salads every day when you're hungry, grab an apple, prioritize protein every time you eat. That is the best way to lose weight. Track your food and apple. There's tons of free apps. I like MyFitnessPal. There's a ton out there. Now for women, I find we cannot physically eat as much protein as we need. So I always recommend a high quality protein shake. I personally love Isogenics, and I work for them. I know it's a multi-level marketing company, but I think their products are the best. There are other ones out there. Those are the ones that I, I drink two a day because I cannot eat 120 grams of protein a day. It's just, it's too much. I get too full. Besides that, if you get your blood work done and your doctor recommends supplements based on what your blood work says, great. Weight loss supplements, might as well light your money on fire because they just don't work. Real food, prioritizing protein, consistency for the rest of your life, not just until you're done losing weight. Because many people, they do that, they get done losing weight, they're like, I can go back to eating the way I used to. You you, you can't, because you're going to gain all the weight back and more. So, I just have to say, please don't ever fall for the fad diets or anything that you buy on the shelf except for food. That's the only thing that's going to help you uh, in the weight loss game. Well,
1: well, even with food, you got to be selective. Not all food is equal.
0: (laughs) Real real food. I would say prioritize single ingredient foods. If the food has more than five ingredients, it's a very once in a while food. And when people stick to the outside of the supermarket, like a lot of meat, Uh, fish, eggs, fruit, veg... Focus on that and not so much the inside. When people say, "What do you think about the?" Oh my gosh, the cereal. I'm like, don't even go down the cereal aisle. There's nothing good on that aisle for you. They, the labeling, they, the marketing people lie to you. Cheerios are the
1: champions.
0: (laughs) Cheerios is not heart healthy. It's not good for you.
1: Sorry. No, no, I, no! Listen, I, I mean, I listen. This is this is a show about resources, about facts, and uh, you know, I think it's important that people realize that. And again, you you said, I mean, market. I I, I have this discussion also with my kids all the time. You guys really underestimate the power of marketing. I, I am in sales and marketing in my other life, and I know what we do to promote things. And uh, although we do in healthcare and insurance is different. It's more about you know getting people on the right you know products. But when it comes to getting people to buy stuff. There is there is a whole psychology. There's a whole dynamic to it, and people do buy because it's what you hear. You see it in movies, you see it everywhere, and you're surrounded by those messages. And like again, that's why I stated uh, Breakfast of Champions, right? I mean, <laughs> it's it's something that you've seen for years and years and years, and we get conditioned to those things. I like that's what you think a, break, a breakfast of champions looks like, and you do. Oh, I'm, I'm getting my cereals, maybe the milk, and, and that's that's even a question. <laughs> but but <laughs> we're not going to go that way. <laughs> Oh. But 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 you you I love what you said about the supplements, because it, I mean, unless they're like vitamins and minerals and things that you might be lacking in your blood because you're not getting. And typically if you get all the stuff that you mentioned, all those those outskirts food types, you know, the veggies and you know, you will get all those minerals and vitamins correctly. But if you don't do that, then you definitely have to supplement and people may have deficits, you know, here and there. And again, to your point, it's still with a doctor. All what we've talked about right now is discussion about your know, behaviors, but you do still need to always check with your primary you know doctor and make sure that whatever you do and even exercise you don't just exercise without consulting especially if you have problems that may be a problem so just that that's always a you know a, we we are on cushion there but uh so so now let's talk January okay. is here the, the, yes. the, the month of resolutions uh you said it people come to you with all different you know i'm going to do this I want to do that but, but and 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 you stated something important for audiences just to recap The idea of you want to build and you don't want to go back because the minute you go back, it's going to get harder and more disappointing and then you're in that cycle and it's just not going to work. The idea is to find that perfect, balanced, you know, between every single thing that you need to do to keep with it without having to uh, go back. And it's hard. I mean, I, I, I I know that for me. I mean, to maintain weight, to maintain the right shape, to maintain... It takes time. It takes work. It takes this and sacrifice. And sometimes you get caught with, with business, with everything else. It's not easy and we understand it. But but having someone, as you stated, that is with you to train you, to guide you, to help you. And even as simple as you said, like, what is a good quantity of protein? I mean, <laughs> you know, most people would say 20 grams. I don't know. I mean, you, you don't know that. So you have to look. I mean, there's charts about these things too. And when you talk to someone that's got expertise, I mean, Pam, for example, you talk to Pam; she's going to tell you that. And I love what you said. You have plenty of videos uh, to help people out. That's important. But January is the month where everybody is ready to to make the change. But it seems that unfortunately, after you get to this this week and you start getting to the third one, a lot of that commitment disappears. So, so let's talk about the the commitment part of it, the psyche yeah. of that, and then how that all uh, I guess plays in this mix of of fitness and wellness and health.
0: Well, I find that many people put. Your, your health and wellness is not like the secret, the book where you just put it out in the universe and it happens. It just doesn't work like that, that you actually have to make an action plan with every goal that you have. So if you say, I want to lose five pounds, how are you going to do that? Are you going to log your food every day? Because for everybody listening, your food is the weight loss or is the driver in the weight loss car. It's never about the exercise because your body burns more calories during the day just living than your workout unless you're like a crazy crossfitter or ultra endurance person for the average person your basal metabolic rate what everything takes to burn every day it's always going to be about your food so if you want to lose weight keeping track of your food is a great thing to do every single day weekends holidays everything also are you getting daily movement are you getting it there's no perfect amount of steps but like if you work from home get up every hour and take a five-minute walk at lunchtime maybe take a 10-minute walk after lunch make sure you're adding in when are you going to go to the gym to strength train or when are you going to put do it in your backyard because you can do body weight workouts at home. But you actually have to plan. So when I, I have my clients, you make a goal and then you have two or three action steps to reach a goal and make the goals tiny. When you say, I want to lose 50 pounds. Oh my God, that's so much. Let's do five pounds at a time because when you reach it, you feel like a rock star, like, okay, then we're gonna do the next five. So small, measurable goals that you can reach and making a plan to reach it is so, so important, which it, I don't think people realize it just and it doesn't happen on, on its own. I wish it did, but it just doesn't.
1: Well, well, Pam, I mean, it's amazing how you're describing that. I mean, that is literally like a business plan, but it's for your health. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, you got to have short-term goals and your long-term goals, and you have to have actually see it in front of you and start working towards it. And and to your point, yeah, you're going to get little moments where, like, you get excitement, I like, got the first target, yes, next. And and that's the thing. Like, you're not going to be able to get it all done in overnight. And if you did, fastly, it's going to be a problem for you because your body is going to – and I love what you said about that the body is burning regardless. And actually, even when we sleep, the body is still burning. Uh, but 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 today more than ever we have this this pandemic you know post pandemic but it's pandemic in its own where people are sitting and working behind the screen sitting long hours now because of remote work and stuff I mean the pandemic actually created another one <laughs> but really now it's it's a phenomenon where people actually and and we've seen that with the gaming industry and and, and people sitting behind. You know, screen and spend hours and hours and just shoving you know food, and, you know, in and 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 so we we have that trend that's almost like a new behavior in this time and you know of of ours, and that actually is a very difficult place to be because probably not eating well and you said it they're not there's not enough movement, so so what would you recommend to people to do? I mean, I know there's there's basic things, but. If someone's sitting at home right now and they just need it, maybe I can't leave because I'm on a call center and I got to, you know, stay, you know, plugged into the system. What can they do while they're sitting there?
0: Uh, you're sitting in a chair so you can squat. You can get up every 15 minutes and do 10 squats. If you have at a desk, why don't you do some push-ups at your desk? If you are able to once an hour, whether you can take a one minute walk, two minute walk outside where you get some fresh air, because our brains need fresh air. It just rejuvenates everything. It's it just makes you more energized. But squats and push-ups are one of the best things you can do. If you can, if you don't have to talk or show your face, why don't you do ten jumping jacks? That'll get your energy up as well. Some movement is better than no movement and make sure you have water. Water's, you know, it's not exciting, right? But you're we're made up of sixty-five percent water. We need to be drinking water all day long. And I hate meal prepping myself. Making sure you have food at home that's easy to put together where you prioritize protein and you have a lot of different color veg, fruit, that would be a great thing to have at home. So making a meal is easy and really your meal should keep you full for four hours or so. If you're hungry an hour later, you did not get enough protein.
1: So, so it's, it's amazing you say that because earlier you mentioned something about um, I am working and I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm not seeing the results. But I think I've heard that I, I, I see this myself i mean i've heard this this line where oh i i'm i i'm doing all this but i'm not seeing changes well what what are you eating i mean are you eating the right time because some people actually they go at night and they just kind of like go crazy I know, and then they go to sleep i mean um these there's behavior behind this i mean and 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 i think understanding all these dynamics will make a difference between your sleep between your protein and you know intake between your hydration i mean water to your point i mean people don't drink enough water if you sit at a desk all day and you feel like, you know, it happened to me, actually, I was at a job and, and I, I get caught up between meetings and meetings and meetings. I don't even make it to drink water. And and it was yeah. it was literally like brutal. I would have to come home at night and start drinking and making up, which is not really the best way to do it. Because uh, you got to do it through the day. I, I've had a very rough year, like a few years back where I, I had no choice. Well, I had the choice, but only in on the weekends I was able to hydrate pot properly. And it was I, I felt it. You feel dry. You feel not in a good place. So yeah. water is is almost like yeah it is the liquid of life right? <laughs> you need it. Uh, so it's all and and you mentioned something about walking out and getting fresh air oxygen. I mean you get look no matter what where you are in the in the house or in the office your air is still circulated and filtered but it's really just recyclable air unless you open the windows and everything which most of us these days don't do that especially if you're in the colder air territories or well, actually if you're in the hot territories you have AC so you don't open your <laughs> windows one way or the other yeah. you're locked in and you know you don't get enough. Uh, it, it's it's amazing. These are little things that we don't even pay attention to, but those are like yeah. real important pieces of how it all plays. It's not one element, it's all debug. So
0: It is, and I, you can even set your alarm as a reminder to drink water. My mother-in-law was a terrible water drinker, so I said, do you know how to set your alarm? And she said, of course I don't. I said, how about if I set it for you four times during the day? She doesn't know how to turn her alarms off, so they still go off four times a day to <laughs> remind her to drink.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, whatever works, right? I mean, again, you gotta sometimes you gotta trick yourself into doing things and and having these systems can help you. I mean, reminders, this, that, the other. You gotta find, you know, like like uh for my mom, it's funny, my my her doctor had recommended to park far away from anything so yeah. we can get some walk-in to whatever we're going. So this way you got at least that those steps in, you know, when as opposed like you know, like how people we all have those those uh, handicapped parking permits and you want to park right in the front. I mean, if you're disabled, I get it. But if you're just getting old or whatever, you might want to be a little further to actually get some steps in. It's as simple as that and and it works.
0: And can I tell you one thing that drives me absolutely crazy? I I can't take it. The people that wait in the Starbucks line, please park in the parking lot and go in the car or go in the, I'm sorry, go in the store. When I see 20, 20 cars waiting in line, I'm like, Oh my gosh, really? Get out of your car or, or whatever drive-thru it is. Get out of your car, walk in, walk out. It... Okay, I'll stop.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm going to make a joke about that. I actually, for just for a selfish reason, we're not, it will be easier to actually walk in because sometimes you get faster service, you get a quality service and you yes. know what you're getting. Because you drive, sometimes you don't have time to look, and and you drive away. It's like, damn, I'm missing something. It's not, <laughs> it doesn't even work that. Way. But you're right. I mean, I, but unfortunately, it's, you know, the lifestyle that we have. It's just run, 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 and, it is. and 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 so we get caught into that mix because life happens. But the most important part of life, we de- we we actually neglect, and that is our health. Because if we don't do all these things, your life is not going to be as fun, you know. To do the stuff that you want, even working is going to be difficult. If because if you're not, if you're sick, for example, and you can't go work, I mean, you might lose your job. You might be on disability. Things will be bad for you financially. So there is yeah. ramifications everywhere you you touch it. There is an outcome. But do we put those things in front? Of, like what happens if? What happens if I don't do this? If people ask that question, they'd be like, oh, damn, I I got to be more careful. I got to do this. Do it for yourself. I mean, I think I think if you're healthy, you can contribute to everybody around you, your family, your kids your significant other, the workplace, you know, society. I mean, you can just do more. And and if you don't, well, you're just hurting yourself. And then again, even the healthcare system, we had the whole one, one discussion about, I mean, we talk about susten- sustainability and things in the world these days, but a lot of things actually do affect everything else. I mean, if everybody's sick, I mean, yeah, it's, it's paying the industries and the healthcare system, but also it crashes the healthcare system sometimes, you know, because we might not have the infrastructure to actually meet all this potential demand when we're all sick. So it's it's that kind of thing that happened when the pandemic now, that's that's a unique you know case. But we do have an influx sometimes of problems that we didn't even see before. I mean, diabetes is a big thing today. Uh, it's just, I don't think it's going to go away because of the way we eat and the way we do things. It's amazing.
0: Well, and when you and I were young, it was called adult onset diabetes because young people did not have it. And now kids as young as age five have it. So it's called type 2 diabetes now.
1: You know, you know, what's funny about that is that since the beginning of babyhood now, when you're a child and infant, I mean, once you pass the stage of milk or like, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, in formula or, or regular milk, you get into like the drinks and it's all sugary. There's a lot of sugar and candy. I mean, we, we talked about this. Everything is candy. I mean, we had again we had a whole show about sugar-free stuff, right? And and, and no sugar. And, and the concept is really you cannot have sugar, literally, in the first five years. That that was something I've learned, and or six years. And then when you develop that, then then you have a better behavior with sugar. But we actually in those early ages, sugar is like part of our life. Everything is sugar. You dump sugar in everything. And and by the way, we're not talking about natural sugar. We're just talking sugar that is just granulated stuff. And that is not really, really a good form of sugar, if anything. I mean, maybe fruit, you know, sugar, whatever, it's a level, different level. But but we actually kill ourselves so early on that by the time we... And, and I think we're going to see more and more and more of early stages of disease and types of diseases and problems because our behavior, you know, you know, originally, I mean, if you look at historically, there's this whole discussion, oh, people lived less, people didn't have the, 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 the longevity they have today and all this stuff, but they lived a different lifestyle. And they were healthy. I mean, people really ate natural stuff, uh, exercised. They had to walk to places. They worked outdoors. They were, you know, with sun, so they had enough vitamin D. Business. It was. It was just different, and the way things happen. And you can still see people that are living, for example, in sub- suburban areas and maybe farmland. It might have a little bit more than than people that, for example, in the city is worse. I mean, because we are literally like you know, I mean, talking about free what do you call cage free chicken <laughs> yeah. we're in the city somehow you know yeah. you do the analogy of like you know we we maybe we maybe just not as bad, different from that that kind of level but but that's where we are we're in this these little compartments and it's difficult i mean we've seen it also in the pandemic when the lockdown was there people that were like in in metropolitan is they really suffered the most you know than than because they couldn't even go out get out of the house
0: right so i think um people make it harder than it is your health. Like if you look back at what your grandparents, like you said, how they lived, they ate real food. They didn't eat process. I mean, it depends how old you are, but they ate real food. They ate eggs for breakfast, eggs, bacon, eggs, and sausage. They worked out in the fields all day. They had, you know, everything they made was homemade. There was no processed foods. So their rates of cancer, the rates of heart disease, there was zero type two diabetes for kids or for, t- it was, you know, what, a very, very small popular amount of the population had it because they ate real food. Where if you stick to real food, daily movement, drink your water, avoid sh- sugar is sugars. poison. It's poison. I call it the bad boyfriend. It's so hard to break up with.
1: I'm sorry, I was funny. That's
0: good. That's a good
1: one. Well, it's in 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 my case it would be like a bad wife or bad girl yes. girlfriend. but I think I, it's it's a bad significant other. It's just yes. not good. It is. It, it is amazing. It draws
0: you back in, and you want to wake up, and it draws you back in. And you want to break up.
1: Well, you get cravings. Um, That's the thing. It's it just it almost you you feel that like your body is asking for it because of your condition, and it's, it's hard to get rid of it. And people like are attached to it. And it takes time to really get to the point where you can completely just be off it. It's a drug.
0: (laughs) Well, and when your palate gets used to eating processed foods and a lot of sugar, eating real food does not taste as good as a processed stuff does. There's definitely a, you know, it takes a couple weeks, I would say, to enjoy the taste of real food because processed food makes your palate like, oh, you want that extra sugar, salt, and fat that processed foods is perfect at putting together.
1: Yeah, they taste good, don't they? (laughs) (laughs)
0: I don't, I don't eat them. So
1: uh, no. I mean, people are watching us. They probably agree. Like, yeah, they do taste, but that's the thing. Like, you know, not everything that tastes good is good for you. And that's the other part. I mean, listen to your point, fruits. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, I live in Jersey. So in the summer we, we, we go, we make it to the farms and get, you know, some Mm. real fresh produce. Uh, we go to the trees and and, and get the peaches and all the strawberry picking. and and the taste and the flavors and and how you savor those things are completely different from what you get, you know, if you buy it already frozen or, you know, it's, but so at least we get about three or four months worth of nice fresh stuff. And, and ultimately we got, we're luckier than some, you know, folks that may not have access to, but people can travel, you know, a, a little bit to somewhere and there's a farm, but, but you're right. It's difficult to have that, but just reduce that extra I mean, listen, people do want to go out and have dinner and have lunch. And but even that you have to be selective what you eat. I mean, you can go to a restaurant, but you know, that's not fast food, but it's still not, you know, home cooking. Some restaurants are better than others. And so it depends what you I mean people like pizza, people like sandwiches, people like this, people like that. And but it, there's like a standard almost menu when you go out. It's the pizza, the wings, the fries, the burgers, the cheese, this, that. It's like, you know. You don't get maybe steak. I mean, that's a good one, but but that also depends what kind of steak and where is it burned? Is it this or the other? So there's so much stuff that we can discuss about. I mean, in terms of nutrition. So, so so now let's talk about what what are some of the things that we need to be aware of today. For example, this is month one. If we really, I mean, and we've we've covered you covered a lot of grounds. So so what are some of the measures that we need to take, really just just basic steps to actually have a better 2023? Well, for lack of words. <laughs>
0: I tell people to put themselves on their calendar every day, whether it's for a workout, whether it's to plan out what you're going to eat that day, because when you leave your health to chance, it goes to shit. It, it just does. You're going to go for the fast food. You're not going to get your workout in. You're not going to think about what's for dinner that night. I mean, it. your health takes planning and it takes work, but you're worth it. And for a lot of women, they think it's selfish to take time for their health. And it's not selfish. It's like the airplane. You put the oxygen mask on you first and then your child. So much to your point that you said earlier, when you work out, when you take care of yourself, you're more productive, you're happier, you're a better partner. You are just a better person overall. So it's not selfish. It actually makes you happier with yourself. So taking that time for yourself is important and getting that in your head for the rest of your life. Never selfish. Self-care is self-care and everybody needs to do it. Focusing on real food. That's huge. Centering. Now, women, we love our carbs. Oh my gosh, we could live on carbs. Women, especially as we get older, a lot of people around my age, we're in menopause. I'm in menopause. We lose estrogen. We are going to lose our muscle unless we focus on prioritizing protein and strength training. And the strength training is for everyone. If, you're, if we're lucky enough to age, we want to keep our muscle. So, Number one, self care. Yes. Number two, prioritize protein. Three, strength training. Daily movement is so important. I was in Europe over the summer. I did not see one gym. They walked everywhere, and I did not see one overweight person. They walk everywhere. So daily movement, I find, is very, very important.
1: Is that something though? Ma'am? I mean, <laughs> you know, not even if you go to a restaurant in Europe. I mean, the food, you know, portions are different. Uh, the quad is different, and and people do look much slimmer much thinner, much healthier and quality of, I think the quality of life is just completely different I mean I was in Spain also in the summer and it just just a different you know I mean we walked everywhere to your point I mean you have a hotel that's Central and you just just walk around I mean you spend hours I and mean, when you think about how many miles you actually put in without even realizing how many yeah. miles because you're 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 busy you're walking and you're doing this you do and it's it's amazing how you feel I mean at the end of the day you feel like energetic and you got the whole stomach here, well, that's the other thing. I mean, ultimately, if you're in a city, you can do that. And I mean, in some areas like sure. the, the States are big. <laughs> and a lot of okay. us live in areas that are more like, you know, suburban. So there's highways and stuff and you have to go somewhere to get just, you know, your basic food. And so it's yeah. a little hard, but that doesn't mean you can't walk around. I mean, you go to any development, you can still walk around. Um, and so there are there are parks that we can do. You can go and park and really go to the park and, yeah. and do your thing. So there's, there's alternative, but you're right. There's different. Style. We just don't have that in our thinking. Our culture has. That's not you know it. It's it's changed, and we can learn from that. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: No, and it was interesting too. Is that our society is so casual now and laid back, and people are wearing, you know, sweats and workout clothes everywhere. In Europe, the women most more in dresses. Nobody's wearing sweatpants. Nobody's in yoga pants. They're all all their clothes are fitted. And I, it, it was shocking, like, everybody's in sweatpants here. Like, you go to the grocery store, people are in sweatpants, and, and I'm guilty for going out in workout clothes. I live in workout clothes. But when they're like, oh, I'm underdressed, I need to wear a dress. I need to, I think they're more, um, it was just interesting that they wear clothes that fit, where you don't see that a lot here, because there's so, there's no double XL in Italy. They don't sell those on the shelves. They sell clothes because they don't have double XL people. So they're they're eating real food, and they're moving on the daily.
1: Yeah, it's it's different. I I mean, we well listen, people are watching listen right now. I mean, there is a way to do this. We just have to all kind of figure it out for ourselves. And yeah, we we're not in Europe, so I mean, we can't we can't have the same, but we yeah. can do enough to mimic that level. But you're right. It's it's all about us. I mean, I, I have a joke. I mean, I my wardrobe and I've been maintaining the same size for years. And I, I, I don't change, you know, I try to keep the same size. I would never get, get another size. And if I start feeling that it's getting snug, <laughs> that's the time where I know that something is off. I have to get, get loose again. <laughs> so, so it's like, I have, I have these measures because some people like they have this, like, you know, couple of sizes just in case so they can, I, I refuse that concept. I learned that a long time ago. You keep the size. So you don't, so I know I need to be this or less, nothing more. <laughs> and it's yeah. difficult, but, but, it, but, but it helps.
0: A lot of women have their skinny clothes, their medium clothes, and their fat clothes. I'm like, no, no, no. You should not have that many options in your closet. Stick with your happy weight. It doesn't have to be, per- we're not going for a high school weight. Most of us were very different back then. Your the happy weight. So I love the fact that you, that you know that, oops getting snug time to make a change oh yeah
1: I mean, and you know the difference like oh this is like you know like your belt is actually now getting on the last drop and so i need to get yeah. like four points down and so and, and it, it helps these are like just almost memory juggers, right things that that keep you like at, at you know at bay with this like you yeah. you're really like almost like these identifiers oh i think there's a problem here i'm not feeling good anymore this is not the right fit you know, I'm tight over you know, my shoulders. There's something going on. I'm not talking about muscle. <laughs> you know, it's usually the the belly. It's, for us, I mean, it's usually the belly that's the biggest part, you know, that the man you know, gain weight immediately on. And then you get everything else. And that's the yeah. other thing I think what people don't realize is that uh, I it's it's re, both sides. It goes both ways. So so one is that you don't gain weight in one, in, in one place. I mean, it starts all over the way it kind of like goes in your arms are going to still get gain weight slowly, but surely, but you're going to see a lot more of it in your belly, at least for the guys. And then on the flip side, if you're losing weight, some people say, well, can you just work my belly off? And it's going to go. The body doesn't recommend just here when it burns, it's going to be, you know, really burn equally everything that's on your body. So you're going to lose from your legs, from your arms, from your cheeks, from your face, from your, your breasts, your chest, whatever it is. Then your final stage will be your bed. That's the last pouch. (laughs) and and and, and some people are like to like oh can you make me thin from 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 the waist down I mean it yeah. doesn't work
0: <laughs> no such thing as spot reducing and I I find that the place that people want to lose weight from the most is the last to go normally yeah so if it's if it's a belly they'll start to lose weight in their face arms and then eventually well, that,
1: that's the easy one yeah the face the first one that shrinks and then you start losing everything else but that's the last part and then and then even when you lose that you still got that bottom pouch and that's the hardest of all of them and as your age is even higher, <laughs> it gets worse and worse but, but again you you talked about strength training and building the muscle and so that's that's an important piece so so let's yeah. talk about that just for a moment like that why is that important to people you know i mean the muscle is you mentioned something about it you need the muscle so you can have better you know protection for your bones and everything but how is that important to to all of us out there you know listening and watching right now
0: when you strength train, your body actually burns more calories for the rest of the day. As opposed to when you, like say go for a two mile run, your body's done burning calories after your run. When you strength train, your metabolism is raised for the rest of the day. So you burn more calories. That doesn't mean for everybody listening, if you're logging your food on an app like MyFitnessPal, do not add in your exercise calories. If you are trying to lose weight, those are calories that go in the bank. You know, they're like, I get to burn, I get to eat 300 more calories. No. No, 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 don't, don't put that back in. People are afraid that they're going to get big, bulky muscles. Actually, though, people I know, myself included, my body has shrunk. I'm actually smaller, fitting in smaller clothes, lifting weights. Muscle takes up less room than fat. You never, women, you're never going to get big, bulky muscles ever, ever, ever. You're going to look better and your clothes are going to fit better. I know it sounds funny, but for every woman I know that starts lifting, their clothes, they have to get smaller sizes. When they lose weight and they strength train, so the, so eating right and strength training is really a magic combination. Guys, you probably want to get big. You have to eat a lot of protein to get big, and lift a lot of weight, and it's very hard to do as you get older. But if you start those habits as a young man, it's easier to maintain as you get older.
1: Well, that's pretty powerful, and I, and, I, and I asked the question so you can give us that answer, and it's important because I love what you said. It's almost like being. Condensed, but really in a good way. I mean, you lose all the fluff and it's all lean, mean. That's it. <laughs> and that's what you want. And 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 you're right. So you're not shrinking, you're just actually toning in the right fit, and then that's it. You lose all the excess. And that's and, and I can see the picture as you were describing it. It's like I can see that whole thing happening. <laughs> but 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 I love what you said also about the metabolism, like kicking beyond just the workout. So because your body's still kind of, you know, it's still in gear. That's why you know you got to do it and you work out an hour or two, whatever. But then the whole day you you operate. And a lot of people actually love to do the. I I do that too. I love to go in the morning to the gym, because it gives me the energy for the whole day. Yes. I'm literally like I'm I'm like if you and and if you go at night, that's the worst part. I did that too. You come back from work, you go to the gym. Now you can't sleep because your body's like kicking, like you're so hyper. It's not even funny. Yeah. And so so early is perfect I mean obviously if you don't have time whatever you find time but but you're right that just explains the concept of energy and how your body is still going to be like working sometimes you don't you the next day is your body is still kicking because now especially when you do different workouts and different muscle you know uh, types in the body because not you don't do everything one day right I mean some people do uh, but I think there's the concept, but that's why it's important to have a trainer, to guide you. Today, we're going to do the arms, the upper body, lower body, abs, whatever, back, you know, and so on and so forth. Legs, I mean, leg day. I mean, legs can take a lot of <laughs> energy on you. <laughs> they can build up. Well, Absolutely. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it, you said it best with the idea that, that's I've heard that story before where... Oh, I don't want to get bulky and build muscle <sighs> like a man. I mean, I've heard this from, from ladies, and it's fair. I mean, my wife is a fitness instructor, and we hear that all the time. <laughs> and they say, like, well, oh, I don't want to do that, so I don't want to lose like look like you know, these guys, you know, in chisel." I mean, unless you're going to the fitness world and you know, doing some competition. That's one thing. But but that doesn't work that way. And it, you perfectly stated it for everybody. So people are listening right now, get comfortable. You can do this.
0: That myth can never die. I, I it, like I've been doing this for 26 years, and people still think that I'm like. I've never met one woman ever who's gotten big and bulky from lifting weights. It just doesn't happen. I, 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 w- I should say this. I wish it was easy to build muscle. I really do wish. But yeah, we'll be been- look monsters. <laughs> <laughs> right, Exactly. Incredible Hulk. Here we go.
1: Yeah. No. That. I. That. I mean. Well. But, but again, it's it, to your point. It's. It, I love what you said. Myth. That's the key word here. I mean. It. But it's. It's there because. Again, it's what we see in the movies and stuff. And, you, you know, you get maybe a physical vision of what that looks like, but that's not going to apply to you. And there's DNA, there's genetics, there's all kind of stuff that happens. Your sleep can actually make a difference with how you're going to do, your body is going to operate. Uh, you know, you're, I mean, age is, is a key. Metabolism is another one. You're, you're 30 years old. It's a different metabolism. 40 changes, 50, and it just keeps almost going down. So you got to maintain it somewhere. You have to compensate. Uh, it's like going uphill. And you gotta you know change the gears and make sure that you compensate that's exactly what it is that's that's a step so so people sometimes may not realize how simple it is' it's said it's not difficult but it takes work it takes strategy it takes understanding and it takes someone like you to help <laughs>
0: yeah. it, it's simple but it's not easy yeah.
1: that's that's a very good one
0: <laughs> and you have to make it a priority every day and I've had clients say it's like a job and I said, but nobody else can do this job for you. You can hire a housekeeper. You can hire a chef. You can hire out everything, but you can't hire out anybody to take care of your health. So the sooner you start to implement things into your day to be successful for the rest of your life, the sooner you'll see success.
1: You got to invest. I mean, this is again, we talk business. This is your business. I mean, and I love what you said about that. That example always comes back about the airplane and the mask. You want to be, Selfish. You want to be for self-awareness, self-talk, self—you know—making self, whatever you want to call it, self-awareness. Self. Um, you mentioned the another word, self-care. Self-care. There you go. I lost that one. I said all of them except that one. Mm-hmm. Self-care. So it's, it's it's about you first, but then you will be better, and and that's that's who doesn't want that? You want to look good. You want to feel good. You want to actually have a alive. You want to be like vibrant. You go out there and people go, oh my god, your energy is like amazing. Well, that's important, right? Yes.
0: Yes. Put down the soda, switch it out with water, switch out your chips for an apple, switch out your sandwich for make it a chicken salad. Do these little tiny things and you'll see a big difference in your day. Go for a walk at lunch, go for a walk after dinner. Um, these little things really do add up to big changes.
1: So, Pam, you're asking a lot from people here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but but so so I want to I want to just I, I was I was funny about that but but here's the thing. You know there are people that say, "Well, I'm comfortable the way I am. I mean, I don't want to do this." You know, and and I think there is that level where people are they get to a point where they can't make the change or they feel that they can't. And you know, what would you say to those people because I don't think that's the case. They can always make the change. But obviously they get to the point where they're just almost giving up. So what would what what would be your message to them?
0: how do you want to feel in 10 years? How do you want to feel in 20 years if we're lucky enough to age? Because what you do today will affect how you feel then. If you want to feel better, if you want energy, you have to start taking care of yourself today. And it's not doing everything all at once. It's, hey, I'm going to add, I'm going to add a walk today after dinner, maybe after lunch too. I'm going to switch out my soda, which is the bad boyfriend or spouse for water. Those, I mean, little things, going to bed earlier, getting better sleep. I wanna feel like a rock star when I'm 70, when I'm 80. I still wanna travel. I still wanna be and be, have no aches and pains. I'm 55, I have no aches and pains. I know people my age who moan and groan when they get up off of a chair. I don't have those problems because I've taken care of myself my whole life. And it's never too late to start. Your body is super resilient. So adding in little things really can change your future. And it's up to you to, to start.
1: It's powerful, Pam. So now the next one is people may be like, I, I want to do all this. Sounds great. But how long is it going to take me? Okay.
0: That question drives me crazy. <laughs> There's no, our health is a marathon. It, it's not a sprint, but I will tell you this. If you change some habits, some daily habits, you'll feel better in a few days. I've had clients say, adding in one big salad and drinking water like oh my god i have so much more energy so you might it's harder to see physical changes quickly because those don't really happen quickly but emotionally when you put better fuel into your tank and if i could tell everybody your body is like a ferrari it's not like an old yugo remember those from the 80s those little crappy cars (laughs) you're a ferrari so when you put better fuel in you feel better so results feeling better could be very quick Seeing weight loss, it's never a fast game. It's the long game, but the consistency will pay off and you will absolutely reach any goal you have one pound at a time.
1: You can ask more from that. I mean, I love it. I mean, that's actually really a strict and a straight response to it. I mean, yeah, the results are not going to be all in one shot, but you have to expect that it's going to take some time, but you're going to see some gains, some wins, you know, slowly to your point. And, and, and even the health, I mean, I think the other part that, that people may, we haven't touched yet is that maybe we briefly talked about it, is when you're healthy in and, and, and your lifestyle and doing all this behavior and you you building the muscle and doing all this, your immune system is also like in a much better place, which means, God forbid, pandemic, this, that, the other, your body is more able to fight and or at least protect you, you know, to a degree. You'll probably have less problems than someone who doesn't. I, I love what you said about, how do you want to feel 10 years from now? And nobody wants to go sooner than later. I mean, we, we want to live as long as we can. Yeah. But do you want to live again really in, in, in a bad shape? Or you want to live, you know, happy, feeling good and stuff. But you're right. It's like what the seeds you plant today is what you're gonna get, you know, later. If you do a bad job right now, but also I love what you said. So there is hope for everyone. There is no such thing as a bad time where I can't start until it's too late. You said it. I love it. Six months. It's you know it will take time. You start to change. You will start seeing everything. Doesn't matter what you're in, you can make the change, and the commitment, and the rest will fall in place. So, thank you so much for that. Pam. I think people are going to get excited about it. Hopefully, yeah, folks, listen. If you're watching and listen right now, this is it. You know, you take this to the bank. Make it work.
0: <laughs> one one day at a time. That's it.
1: All right. So 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 Pam, what's new with you now this year?
0: This year, I'm actually working with a couple different menopause groups. Um, I am their fitness professional for two different groups. One of them is uh, Karen Martell Hormones. She is a hormone expert. So for women going through perimenopause and menopause, she helps them navigate the hormone side of things because it's not really talked a lot about, which 50% of the population is women. We're all going to go through menopause. We need a lot of help. So I work with her. I I do a food and fitness talk with her members and I um, make exercise videos for her every month. And another gal, um, Anissa, it's called Be Untethered, um, and I make exercise. I'm her fitness professional as well, make workout videos for her, and I talk on fitness only with her group because women, uh, we we tend to be all or nothing with everything. I think we're I, guys
1: too. I think it's, it's a standard.
0: <laughs> and I try to give a gentle approach for everybody listening. We talked about this earlier. A 10-minute workout is better than a zero-minute workout every day. And that's why i have a huge playlist of 10-minute workouts because i have a lot of clients that are teachers and like look get in my 10-minute workout before work because nobody at, at least at our age nobody wants to work out after work it's very hard get your longer workouts on the weekend but i get i fit a lot in in 10 minutes and then your energy's up for the day you're more positive you feel great you have more bandwidth with your kids all that stuff so i try to be the more moderate like. You don't need an hour of cardio. Oh my gosh, let's get a quick strength training in. So that's very exciting. Um, I I love helping women on their fitness journey. Like I said, I was born with motivation dripping out of my pores, so I like to inspire other women on their fitness journey.
1: No, well, thank you. I mean, that's awesome work that you do, and 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 I know you go also on podcasts and you do all this stuff, and you're really you know sharing the the wealth out there. And, and you talked about menopause, and, I, and I've actually a few shows already on menopause, you know, on the channel. And yeah, I mean. That is, you said 50%, I think there's more, <laughs> you know, the percentage, I think more, and which means, which means, and it's important. I mean, you know, that this is, this is a fact It's going to happen. Menopause is not something that you're going to be able to escape. And, you know, in the shows that we had and the experts I had on, that was the biggest thing, like the perry and then post and then during, those are different types of changes that are happening. And if you are taking yourself correctly, you know, it goes a lot smoother, then, then, and and then the outcomes are better, and you can really be good. And there's a lot of shifts and changes in the hormones. And and I, and I love what you're doing because I mean that's important. Because I think that is that is big, and not a lot of people talk about it. I mean, unfortunately, I mean uh, it's you don't hear about it on TV. I I don't remember seeing a show on TV about menopause. Like maybe it is. I don't know.
0: No, and everybody, every woman goes through it. and It's just there's a lot of misconceptions out there. You hear a lot of women saying, "Well, I got menopause middle, like." Uh, you have wine middle. That's not menopause. That's wine. Because as we get older, we cannot process sugar, aka the bad boyfriend, as easily. A lot of women love wine and it does sit in the middle. So you see a lot of women in midlife with a bigger middle and that's from the extra sugar. So unfortunately, we cannot metabolize like we could in our 20s. Like you said, our metabolism changes. Uh, But yeah, there's not a lot of information out there. And Working with these groups is just, it's just great to help women on this journey because what we worked out, like you said, in our twenties, we can't work out like that in our fifties. It's just a whole different ballgame. So it is, it is a a couple really amazing groups. I'm part of its It's really exciting.
1: All right. Well, listen, I keep, keep up the great work. Uh, Any books, anything going on? Anything that you.
0: I've started one lessons from. Um, lessons from my accident, but it's very slow going. Cause I have a lot of other things. I'm working with a couple different companies. Uh, got a lot of, I'm working with my, I have a private Facebook group called the perfect balance tribe, which is a group coaching program. So I have a, I have my hands on a lot of different things. So that book is, is, is very slow going right now.
1: No, it's okay. Listen, it's, it's happening. It will happen. And, and then to get you started, that's it small stuff, right? Until you get there. I- now, now we didn't talk about the accident. I mean, do you want to just share what that is with our audiences to, to just, to give some oh. again motivation because I think that's important. People sometimes we all can have a good day and a bad day, and what happens after that. So your your story can help you know some of our folks. I know we're coming to the end of the the, the show here, but if you can just briefly sure. cover that,
0: I think the accident happened for me and not to me because my life is incredible because I got hit by a car six years ago while I was running. A car was taking a right out of a parking lot and only looked left, like many of us do. If you're taking right, you look left. Nobody was coming. Screamed out of the parking lot, and I was right there. And I face-planted into the windshield, and I left a tooth in the windshield and then rolled off the car into, luckily, it was a Sunday. It was, this is a very busy road. There was not a lot of cars there, thankfully, because I, you know, could have been really bad. I uh, crawled back to the sidewalk. I lost a bunch of teeth and had to have a bunch of oral surgery to get new teeth put back into my head. And it, it took me out of the classroom. Prior to that, I was a coach, um, a group exercise instructor and trainer, but I had to stop working because I of all the surgeries. I couldn't I, I couldn't talk that well because I had a bridge. Anyway, this was six years ago. Since then, my life has just grown and expanded, and it's been, and I've, and I'm actually in the best shape of my life, post getting hit by a car, which is incredible and super fun at 55.
1: Well, listen, I mean, I, I gotta admire your positivity here. I mean, it's, it's not everybody takes it for, you know, with that same approach that it, it happened for me as opposed to to me. I mean, it, it, when things like this happen, they happen, and you can't do anything about it. It's how you deal with them. I think is, is the key. You handle it well.
0: <laughs> well, I, I really think the universe, and I don't know if people think this is too wooey, the universe said, you have a great message to share, and you need to get out of the classroom and reach more people. So it put the accident in my way, because I was not really on social media, I didn't do any of the things I did. I found a, when I was recovering, um, I was always been a runner, um, and my Garmin, my my running watch got smashed in the accident, so I found this app that had a running timer on it. Great! They had running coaches, and I one day I was like, "I'm a runner. I'm a coach. I could coach for them." It's Fit Radio, so I reached out to them, and I they didn't hire me then because I did not have my real teeth then. But they said stay in touch. Once I got my real teeth, guess what? They flew me out to Atlanta, Georgia, and I became a coach for them. I never would have done that. I never would have found Fit Radio had I not been hit. So the opportunities that I have found along the way has been amazing.
1: Well, That's a message for all our folks. I mean, you know, let's let's hope that no one ever gets hurt, but we know the reality things can happen. But, but again, sometimes they happen for a good reason. And this was your shift, you know, and you found your passion, you found something where you can also give back. You know, I mean, you were doing a great job, you know, in the previous life, in the previous job, but this yeah. just it's more you. This is what you're meant to, to, to do and be. So sometimes that's what it takes for we get a, a very sudden or abrupt, you know. Incident or event in our lives, and then next thing you know, like, well, now I know why it happened. So there is, if this never happened, I would have never. And you know, even talking about the pandemic earlier, the pandemic changed a lot of things, and some people really yeah. found themselves beyond the pandemic. Uh, and again, with all the losses, of course, it's we can all never take it lightly you know, in terms of like what happened. But but many people had the resilience and and they, the the coping you know method and mechanics you know in place that to to turn it to something more positive and a lot of people did you know made it you know make it you know in a better place so so thank you for sharing that I mean I think at least again talking about motivation I think some some of that can actually get people because I guarantee you right now someone is watching and listening is probably just gone or or still trying to figure out something that happened to them and how it's gonna play and you know if anything. It could be better. It will be better. And this may be a good new page, new leaf for life and, you know, a much better, you know, uh, lifespan and a healthy year, whatever it is that you'll be doing. So just take it what it's worth, you know, and, it, the past is the past. It's gone. You can't do anything about it. You cannot, you know, again, we can't turn the clock back backwards, but you can certainly move on and you can write whatever you want today. And And I love that. I mean, for me, every day is a new day. It's a new year. It's a new page. It's a new opportunity. Yeah. Um, and we all can learn from each other. I mean, I think these 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 shows that we do here are, are just to influence, to help people, to educate them and share value. And uh, they, they might not agree with everything we say sometimes, but Take what you, can, what you agree with. That's all we ask. And then apply that. Maybe take something from somewhere else and you put it all together and make up your own formula. It's all good. But at least take something, you know, uh, that in worst case, at least it gives you some learning opportunity or at least, you know, some opinions, some ideas that you can apply. That's it. So Pam, any last words of wisdom for today's show?
0: Your health is your greatest wealth. If you want to change, take one thing at a time when people are successful they take one habit it's called habit stacking they take one habit they put it into their day they're successful with it and then they get the second habit when people try to oh my gosh i'm not going to drink any more wine i'm not going to i'm not going to eat any carbs i'm going to work out for an hour a day i'm going to eat oh my gosh it's never works so it's not it's so hard because we're the insta society instagram TikTok. but your health is not instant so if you take one thing build on that and then build on that slow and steady wins the health race and consistency is always the key to to see whatever success you want on your health journey
1: That's it. <laughs> Pam, thank you so much for being with us today and we've covered a lot of grounds and I think we've touched on on areas that is important for everyone. Uh so thank you so much again for 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 your second you know uh, uh, uh appearance here and uh, I love it and uh hopefully we'll have many and, uh, you know, keep up the great work there. Maybe we'll talk something else different, you know, in the next you know time we meet. And uh, folks, I mean, I hope you enjoyed the discussion. You've got some real good nuggets to use in apply in life. And uh, I'm your host, Hurricane H. We'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic, new guest. Bye for now. Thanks
0: so much.